0: Welcome back to the We No Fantasy podcast. It's a little bit different today. I am joined here with three of the contributors as we go through a 2020 Dynasty mock draft. Exciting things here. Week before the Super Bowl kicks off. And I am joined here by uh, introducing first Stephen. Stephen, how are you today, ma'am?
1: I'm doing good, Nate. It's, not, it's an okay day. Sad day, but uh, not a bad day overall.
0: It is a sad day with the news of uh, the death of Kobe Bryant breaking earlier in the day. As uh, Stephen referenced there, uh, also joining us today is Nick. Nick, how are you today, man?
2: Hey, yeah, I'm doing great. It's been a long time. I'm actually really anxious to get back into doing some pods with you guys.
0: It has been a while since uh, uh, a few of us have been on a podcast before this one was what two weeks ago or a week ago for the we had a quick championship weekend preview. I think uh, Cody was on that with us, I believe, um, with the Fro and I. So before that, it's been a while. So. Uh, it's fun to get back and doing these type of things. And speaking of Cody, Cody's here with us today. Cody, how are you? I'm doing great.
3: I'm uh, ready to talk some rookies. I'm coming into the league. Uh, excited for uh, some upcoming uh, dynasty drafts.
0: Yeah, this is some exciting stuff. Uh, we figured uh, at this point. Remember, this is uh this is gonna. We're pretty much going off talent here. We don't know which team these rookies will be on, so we're in a vacuum here. We're going strictly off talent. Uh, obviously, draft position will skew this uh, majorly. Uh, but before we hop into things, remember, visit our website, com for some great content on there. Uh, outside of the fantasy football content, well, you'll see some dynasty stuff throughout the offseason. Uh, you'll also find some fantasy basketball stuff for myself and some fantasy hockey stuff by Nick, uh, the fantasy mechanic who is here with us today. And uh, we'll be back. Um, there's no set, um, no set schedule for future podcasts they'll be popping up here or there on the we know fantasy podcast network throughout the offseason but uh just check back here or there check our uh, website check our face uh, our, our our uh i'm gonna go for social media pages uh for that uh as well but before i hop into things uh real quick steven we'll find you on social media
2: yeah you can find me at coach steven p and nick you can find me on instagram at fantasy underscore mechanic as well as on twitter at fb mechanic
0: and cody you can find me on Twitter at Master Smithers. Awesome. So the draft order here, of course, we have four people, so we're going through a twelve-man, two-round mock draft here. So the draft order is uh, Stephen, myself, Nick, and Cody. Then we'll re- repeat that for the first round. And the second round will be Cody, uh, Cody, Nick, myself, and Stephen. We're going to snake the second round just for the sake of this mock draft, uh, just, to, just to change things up. And you know, traditionally Dynasty, you would not have a snaked second round uh, for that. Uh, just some things there. We're going to go with a traditional uh, non-superflex, one-quarterback league, PPR, of course. Uh, simple as that. Um, I think that's as as uh, all the rules that are before us here. So uh, with no further ado, Stephen, you are now on the clock.
1: All right. Sounds great. Well, since it's, you know, it's non superflex uh, yeah, so this is the time where you usually take a running back about 95% of uh, rookie drafts. Um, and I'm going with DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. Um, I like him the best out of the top three backs that coming in this league. He's got less offensive, uh, offensive snaps. You know, he's an all-around great back, a nightmare situation to guard. You know, he had a 6.2 yards per carry, again, in the SE. And, you know, he, if he should go to a main uh, team that needs a back end. He's just an overall tremendous talent. So for me, he's my number one overall pick.
0: Yeah, and I'm here on second. So if uh, you know if Swift uh, gets taken first and maybe he lands to a to a place like uh, Kansas City and he warrants a first round pick. Uh, first overall pick, go for that. But at second overall, I'm going Jerry Judy, Alabama wide receiver here, can't pass up on this guy. The, probably the crispest route runner you'll see come out of college this guy is peer as they come. You will not find a better route runner coming out of college than this guy. Uh, he's going to have a great NFL career uh, landing place. Probably does not have much to do with this guy because he's that talented. So, yeah, Judy is a, a very safe pick here for the second overall pick.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm. this is Nick here. I'm here at three, and uh, I'm going to jump in and follow up with another wide receiver, uh, C.D. Lamb. Uh, kind of the same makeup as Judy. Uh, he has great Yards after the catch ability, and he's another receiver that doesn't matter where he ends up, I think he's going to shine next season.
3: Yeah, that's a great pick. And you know, I have four guys here in my top kind of tier of guys, and uh, you guys hit on three of them, so I'm going to take the fourth one here, and that's with the fourth pick, J.K. Dobbins, uh, running back from Ohio State. Um, he had over 2,000 rushing yards this year. On oh, just 301 attempts, that's uh, 6.7 yards per carry, 21 rushing touchdowns in 14 games. The guy is a beast. And if he lands in the right situation, uh, he could honestly uh, jump up to number one overall pick if if he finds himself in the right situation.
1: All uh, right, that's a great pick. And then I'm back at the fifth pick once again. And I love running backs, you know, because they're just a dime a dozen. Usually running backs, most of the time, you know, usually hit during their rookie season. So I'm going to go with a guy who's got a ton of experience, uh, and Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. You know, only, the only real negative is, about him is that, you know, he's got a lot of tread on his tires, but this man, you know, he has up to 30 runs with 15-plus yards uh, on those runs, which ranks second in the nation. He's just a beast. He, has, he hasn't been able to stop. He's had a dominant career at Wisconsin, and if he hits the right seam, uh he could be the workhorse back. He's shown it that he can carry a lot on his load.
0: All right, we're back here. What pick are we on here, guys? Number six. So this is Nate here. As Cody mentioned, you kind of have your top tier guys. You're three or four. Then Taylor, you know, is kind of on that cusp of that. Then you fall into sixth through maybe eight, nine. You're kind of nowhere's land, and you really take a shot in the dark here. Uh, there's some good wide receiver names still on the board here. Uh, let's see. I went, I went Jerry, Judy, my first pick. So I'm going to lean running back. I'm going with a guy I am super high on. That's Cam Akers. Uh, I may be a little high here at number six, but his pass catching ability for a running back is phenomenal phenomenal He's pretty much a wide receiver in a running backs body at the next level. He's gonna be phenomenal Of course, he's gonna need the right situation to excel But at the, today's NFL uh, level you need to be able to catch the ball and this guy can catch the ball with the best of them out of the backfield
2: Yeah, so um I'm up here. I'm going to jump in with the seventh pick. And for me, it's LaVisca Chenault out of Colorado. Hopefully I pronounced that right. I mean, I just love the guy's size, his ability. Um, I'm actually really hoping that the Eagles can land him in the draft. And as far as I see, if he does land with a team that needs that wide receiver, he's another one that can shine in his first year as a
0: rookie.
3: Yeah, Chenault uh, definitely looks good there out of Colorado. Uh, So I've got pick eight here, and I'm going to go with a wide receiver myself here, and I'm going to go T. Higgins out of Clemson. Um, Really broke out as a sophomore, catching 59 passes for 936 yards and 12 touchdowns. He comes out this year, 2019, in his junior season, and he improved on all those numbers. Well, he caught the same amount of passes, actually, 59 uh, receptions for 1,167 yards and 13 touchdowns. Uh, he's a great deep threat. He's averaging 18.1 yards per reception this season. Um, so I think in the right situation, given uh, uh, a good quarterback that can deliver a great deep ball, I like T. Higgins here uh, in the mid first round.
1: Definitely a great pick there. I love that. Uh, and we're back at the ninth pick with me, Steven. And I'm going with Justin Jefferson at LSU. Uh, if you watched the, you know, the national championship game, he had, a, you know, tough matchup, but you know, really great game overall. And you know, he was just dominant this season. You know, eighty percent, eighty-two percent of his targets. You know, he led the nation. Well, tied led the nation with hundred and eleven receptions, and he had fifteen touchdowns on the on the year as well, too. Uh, just a dominating all over all over force. And you get him in like, you know, the later rounds. Like now, even he's been going in maybe the second round. Uh, I think he's just a steal at this point of the, uh, you know, your rookie
0: drafts. All right. So returning the time here, I, uh, last first round pick for myself, a lot of good wide receivers left here. Could go with the speed. There's a lot of those great guys left on the board. I like some second round talent. wide receiver class, so I'm going Zach Moss, the running back out of Utah. This guy hasn't talked about it enough. He's, he's very developed His senior there out of Utah. You know, it's a uh, that team is very good out of that Pac-12 this year, but he can contribute right away year one for an NFL team be your three down back does it all uh, watch him watch for him to shoot up draft boards during this process because he's phenomenal fits a suit 510-222 does it all Zach Moss is my pick here.
2: Okay, yeah coming in here at 11. Um, I'm going with uh, Clyde Edwards elair hopefully I pronounce that one right as well running back out of LSU. Uh, He's extremely uh, undervalued because of his size. But if you watch the guy play the game, he plays it hard, fast, and heavy. Catches the ball really well out of the backfield. He's a great pass blocker. Um, If he can run in between the tackles, he's a surefire uh, three-down back in the NFL. And I think that if he ends up in the right place, you could see him emerge next season as well. If not, you have him for the long run for the years down the road.
3: Yeah, you definitely sniped my guy there with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I thought I would get a chance to uh, to talk about him a little bit there, but I love that pick. Uh, I talked about it last week um, when we talked on uh, the last podcast with the FRO and Nate, and I really like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going forward. But sitting here at the turn, I'm going to have two picks here, and with my first one, I'm going with Jalen Rieger from uh, TCU, wide receiver, uh, big deep threat. Uh, almost every ball that he catches, I think, is uh, is just a go-route. I mean, uh, he, he's, he's got great speed. He can catch the ball really well. Uh, really great on punt returns this season for TCU. So I really like Jalen Rieger as my last pick of the first round. And then as I turn into the second round here, I'm going to stick with receiver and go Brian Edwards, the wide receiver from South Carolina. Uh, this guy is probably one of the more athletic receivers in this entire class um he's 6'3 215 um great strength great size great hands uh, i really like brian edwards the more i see of him uh, the more i can see him sneaking into the first round in uh, in some uh dynasty drafts going forward
2: yeah absolutely so for me for the second pick of the second round uh, I know Nate's talked about this guy A lot and I, I, I'm assuming I may be sniping him but I'm going to Antonio Gandy Golden um, I watched the guy in the senior bowl Yesterday they talked about his gymnastics Ability uh, they t- He bowled a 300 uh, Just watching the guy and his character and his size And the way he plays he's a little more raw Than uh, some of these other receivers we've already Taken but this guy I mean th- if you YouTube his Catches you're just going to look and be like wow This guy's amazing so He's a guy I could see ending up on a team uh, next season, and um, hopefully, I'd actually like to really see him go to New Orleans and be a compliment to Michael Thomas. I mean, that that duo there could really work. So for me, second pick, second round, A.G.G.
0: Yeah, Nick said it there. I've been hiring this guy all season. He's been uh, he's been a staple here. I've mentioned him on several podcasts. So kind of did go for my guy here. So I'm gonna go with Michael Pittman Jr., the wide receiver out of USC kind of similar to six foot four guy, very physical, brings a lot of strength to the wide receiver position. Good run blocker as well, which we don't really talk about enough at the wide receiver position, but very good. Like I said, contested, uh, getting up, getting the football, uh, again, not the most, uh, complete receiver, not the best route runner, but he'll get the job done, you know, catches those deep passes or jump balls. And, uh, He's a guy definitely I'm looking to uh, see rise up draft boards to this process. And like I have him here early second round, he could be flirting with, uh, you know, first round stock by the end of this process. And I would not be surprised at all.
1: Damn you, Nate. You took my guy. <laughs> uh, really thought I could get him right there. Uh, I'm going to break the trend here and I'm going to go quarterback. And I'm picking Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, you know, quarterbacks usually don't go high in a non, you know, super flex league. But, you know, he's a, just a an amazing quarterback in this league. You know, you've seen him all season. If you guys watched him play in college can make every throw in the league. You saw him under pressure in a national championship game down, be able to come back, stay cool. You know, he threw 50 touchdown passes this season, almost 6,000 yards. And even though we don't know exactly where he's going yet, but you know, if he supposedly goes first overall to Cincinnati, he's got a great team around him and he's just a fantastic quarterback, a little older, but Uh, he might be a little bit smarter in that case for that reason, and he would be a great pick right now.
3: Yeah, absolutely love Joe Burrow uh, dynasty-wise. You know, I think especially when he goes to Cincinnati, I don't think it's a (laughs) question if he goes there. Um, Just I think the team around him is going to be great, and I think he'll be set up to excel right away. So I've got pick five of the second round here and I'm kind of surprised this guy slid a little bit down uh, this low, but I'm going to go with Henry Ruggs from Alabama. Um, this guy is, he's just fast. He's so fast. Um, he I'm really excited to see his 40 time at the combine. Um, I, I think I read something about how he's already been clocked at over 24 miles per hour uh, running, so this guy's going to be incredibly fast. He can be a playmaker in the right situation, and, you see these guys in the league; these six foot, two hundred pound guys, uh, burners. You just kind of there's two ways they can go, and we've seen them both recently. You know, we've seen Tyreek Hill in uh, Kansas City, and then you look at Tavon Austin back a few years ago when he got drafted by the Rams at pick eight overall, and and never really did anything. So, I think it's a big, uh, big turning point on the situation that he ends up getting drafted into. But I could see him excelling. Uh, at the next level if he finds the right situation
2: yeah um i like that pick a lot he actually kind of slant me a little bit there um for me it's tyler johnson at 18 overall uh out of minnesota wide receiver i mean when you think of consistency in two straight seasons he had over 75 catches and over a thousand yards and i believe uh in last year he had I believe 17 touchdowns. I think this year it was 15 or 16. So the guy's consistent. Uh, he runs. He's a great route tree runner. And I just, like I said, to get him this low at 18 overall, just like Cody had said with rugs, it's just super valuable. And you can't be much more happier than that.
0: Yeah. Like I stole uh, one of Steven's picks earlier. You just stole my pick there. Love the guy. Very crisp route runner. Enjoy his uh, game there. So I guess I have to go a different route here. I'm going AJ Dillon, the running back out of Boston College. Uh, this is a bulldog for running back, six foot two fifty. Of course, his best trait will be short yardage uh, situations. Going to score a lot of touchdowns because of this. Uh, due to his size, people don't think he's that agile, but between the between the tackles and you know and, and between the linemen, he's actually very agile and hits the holes pretty well. Uh, he put up some pretty good skills there and. Boston College, coming out as a junior here. A lot uh, a lot left there on those legs. I'd uh, like to see what he's going to do moving forward, but I like this pick here. Uh, what pick are we on here? The seventh pick of the second round.
1: Oh, God, Nate, you got to take Nick High again, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> I
1: like Dylan in the second round. He's got a tremendous talent to him. Oh, man, who am I going to go with now? I may take another quarterback here. I may take the Alabama quarterback, uh, Tulu, uh t- this time around. Um, I like quarterbacks. I like taking them young and having them groom. And Talua has been fantastic over his career. A little bit of a down season this year. And maybe this is a little early to be taking him, but I like his talent. You know, he should be healthy by the time the regular season comes. And depending what team he gets drafted to, if he goes to hopefully by Miami Dolphins or someone with a decent situation, he might not be a this year kind of guy, but he has the talent, he has the touch, the accuracy. Um, just a great in the pocket kind of quarterback, but also can run if needed. Uh, he's just a fantastic talent, and if you can get him, and like I said, the second late round, again maybe a little early, but he's that that kind of talent to be a franchise quarterback for your dynasty team moving forward.
3: Yeah, I like to his potential. Uh, it's just the the big question mark on the injury. You know, you gotta kind of want to see him back throwing the football, see if he can still do what he uh, was doing at Alabama. Um, But we jump here into my final pick of this draft, 209. And and I'm kind of looking around here to see who I want to take. Uh, But I'm going to go with Keyshawn Vaughn, the running back from Vanderbilt. Um, He's a very physical runner. He doesn't get tackled behind the line of scrimmage very often. Uh, Back-to-back, 1,000-yard rushing seasons for Vaughn. Uh, Good hands out of the backfield. He's uh, over the past two seasons, caught 41 passes for 440 yards and three touchdowns. Um, he may, he regressed a little bit this year, uh, dropped from 7.9 yards per carry to 5.2 yards per carry uh, from 2018 to 2019. But I think that was just um, a graduating class of a lot of linemen uh, and just kind of a rebuilding year for Vanderbilt this year. So I kind of like Keyshawn uh, Vaughn going forward here. And at pick 209, I think that's a great value.
2: Yeah, it's a great value pick there. Uh, For me, at the 210, uh, 22nd overall, I'm going to take Chase Claypool, wide receiver out of Notre Dame. Um, I just like his size. Uh, He's another one, runs good routes, great hands. He didn't really get to showcase a lot there at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's not really known for throwing a ball as well, but – I'm kind of playing the, the guy who I got to see play uh, a lot this year watching Notre Dame and another guy that, depending on where he lands, could end up having an impact as a rookie. I mean, these wide receivers we've seen it this past year, guys like Metcalf, Samuel, uh, A.J. Brown, these rookie wide receivers can come in and make an impact, and it's this, this draft is just loaded with them. And Chase Claypool at the 22nd overall is a good value for me.
0: Yeah, as Nick just said, this wide receiver class is super deep and super strong this year. One of the best we'll probably see in a very long time. But I'm going a different route here. I'm going to take the first Titan off the board and go Bryson Hopkins, the Titan out of Purdue here. Um, this guy, you know, the Titan class this year is not what we used to see. You know, in previous years we've seen first round, you know, early first round, you know, Titans off the board. This year we really don't have that. Hopkins is the best of the bunch. He's a day two candidate. Um NFL comparisons like a a Vance McDonald, but a better Vance McDonald, if that makes sense, maybe a healthier Vance McDonald. Uh, You know, he's still a very talented receiver, very good route runner, very good route runner for a tight end out of college, Uh, can make plays over the middle of the seam, things of that nature. Um, He does have a problem with blocking. So uh, we'll see if he gets a lot of NFL snaps because of that, but Hopkins is the best of the bunch here. So really have to go with that here, where the uh, you know tight position is one that's hard to fill. So try to find the best of the class here late in the second round.
1: Uh, Nate, you must have my rankings sheet in front of me, in front of you. <laughs> Another one of my players. That's okay. I'm actually going to go the same direction as you with the last pick of the second round now, the 12th pick. I'm going to go tight end too, and there's a guy here who has that has tremendous talent again, we talked about him I think what sometime in November me and Nate were on talking about some rookies and his names. Albert, I don't even want to say his last name is like I'm gonna mess it up guys, but he's a tight end out of Missouri. He's 6'5", 250 just huge huge guy on the field who got speed to him. he's a huge mismatch for any uh, linebacker that tries to guard him I mean he's he's massive and he's got tremendous hands. Um, and if he can, you know, get his game ready for the next level, I mean, this guy can be just the next great tight end. Uh, you know, he has some work to do still, but overall, if you can get yourself this guy on your team, still his physical ability to kind of think of like OJ Howard, but bigger. Um, he just, he's just going to be, I think fantastic. The next level, if he gets in the right situation.
0: And he is coming out of Titan university, Missouri there. So there's a plus there, but, uh, that wraps up our two round mock draft here. Uh, Uh, If you guys are looking to uh, get this in front of you, if you want it written down, just DM us and uh, I'll be able to provide you with that. Uh, But since I have you guys here, we still have a few minutes left on this podcast. I have a quick question for you. I guess we'll start with Steven. Uh, Real quick question. Who wins Super Bowl 54 and who is the MVP of the game? I mean, do I I have to say the Niners? No,
1: Um, no, I'm absolutely (laughs) picking the 49ers on this one. I mean, I think they just have the overall best balanced team i think you know the passing game may not be as great as kansas city but the running game is far superior the defense is i think overall is a stronger defense and more of a veteran like team uh, i think the 49ers take this win um in a pretty in a close one i think they, it's like a one touchdown uh difference at the end of the day
0: and who's the mvp of the game
1: um Raheem he probably all,
0: all right. right and I've... nick who, who do you have in the super bowl
2: Um, should I, should I get my walking papers now? (laughs) Just say it. I'm actually taking the chiefs, uh, 30 to 26. And my MVP is going to be Patrick Mahomes. I just feel like if, um, the chiefs can stop the run, if Chris Jones is healthy and they can stop the run, I I can't see the 49ers being able to, you know, keep up point wise. I I know they could throw the ball, but I I just, I mean, I think it's going to be one of the better Super Bowls in the last few seasons. I just. I like the Chiefs. I, I'm high on the Chiefs for this game. I actually wasn't high on them in uh, not the last playoff game, but the prior one uh, against, uh, geez, White, White, yes, against the Texans. Yeah, against the Texans. After seeing the way they went down, I'm like, oh, they're dumb. But uh, I just think it's Andy Reid's time to shine, and he gets this one.
0: All right. And Cody?
3: Yeah, I'm on the same boat as Nick here. Um, I'm going, uh, Kansas city and Patrick Mahomes as MVP.
0: All right. And I am uh, obviously going with my San Francisco 49ers. Simple as that. Uh, I just think that last week against the Packers where they threw the ball eight times to win an FC, NFC championship game where they hung, what was it? 34 points. That's insane. Um, uh, you know, the Packers were what 23rd against the run this year and the Chiefs are 29th against the run this year So who knows who they will stop the run? Uh, it's gonna be a good game. You know, you have that, you know, that whole What is it the immovable object versus the uh, unstoppable force type of thing going on there with the Chiefs offense versus the Fortnite's defense Uh should be a great one. I'm going Debo Samuel my Uh, Super Bowl MVP. He's gonna run one catch one and even throw one in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a great one. I can't wait that, for it. But nah, uh that
2: that's super bold.
0: That's super bold. That is super bold right there. But uh hopefully it pays off for y'all to have to check out what the line is for Debo Samuel to uh win Super Bowl MVP before it kicks off here. Hopefully my the podcast here doesn't skew it too much where the Vegas line starts going down before I get my bet in. So if you guys are listening to this, don't put your bet on Debo before I get mine in, okay guys? Um but again, thank you guys for listening. This was a fun one to do here. And uh, before we sign off, real quick, Stephen, where we'll people find you on social media? Yeah,
1: you
2: can find me over at Coach Stephen P. and Nick on IG at Fantasy Underscore Mechanic, and on Twitter at FB Mechanic.
0: And Cody, and I'm on Twitter at Master Smithers. And I guess I forgot to even mention my own uh, social medias in the opening of this podcast. So remember, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook at Fantasy. Remember to visit our website, we for some more fantasy football content as well as fantasy basketball and fantasy hockey content at this point. Um well that's it for this uh podcast, guys. We'll be back when some uh you know in the future with some more dynasty-related content in terms of a podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in.